Good morning. This is Paul Donovan, Chief Economist at UBS Global Wealth Management. It's 7 o'clock in the morning London time on Friday the 30th of April. US GDP was basically in line with expectations yesterday, which itself is a little unusual, as almost every item of growth data is beating expectations these days. However, the number was very strong, even allowing for the complete lunacy of annualising data in the midst of a pandemic. We'll be getting more evidence of the state of the global economic bounce back with data releases today. Leading the charge is France, where growth in the first quarter was better than expected, of course, and previous data was revised stronger, of course. We'll then be getting German GDP. It's hard to remember a data item that hasn't been positively revised in Germany, and the only German data items that have failed to beat expectations have tended to be industrial production-related. That's because of unrealistic sentiment surveys distorting the forecasts, and not because the data itself is weak. We'll also get Spanish GDP and the euro-area aggregate GDP. While restrictions will dampen activity in the second quarter, and they mean that the euro-area is lagging behind the Anglo-Saxon economies in terms of the timing of the recovery, the data overall is showing that to the extent that restrictions are lifted, there is clearly a willingness to spend. On the subject of spending, the world champions of consumption will be revealing data today. US personal income and personal spending numbers for March are due. This data comes as restrictions eased in at least parts of the country, and with the January stimulus checks cashed and consumers knowing that the March stimulus checks would be with them soon enough. It seems likely that the US consumer was in a good mood, therefore, and we know from the high-frequency data that there was a willingness to spend on services where it was possible to do so. We'll also get the personal consumer expenditure deflator, which, like other inflation measures, will be distorted higher by the events in the oil market that took place a year ago. There has also been inflation data from Japan, which rather unusually weakened in April, This was due to a drop in mobile phone charges. Something similar happened in the US a few years ago when a sizable drop in one price produced a disproportionate CPI impact. This effect in Japan will continue to drive Japanese consumer price inflation lower over the summer. And, of course, it offers no signal as to either the state of the Japanese economy or trends in global price pressures. Japanese industrial production was stronger than expected, and again the numbers emphasise the speed of the global economic bounce back. That's all for today. Have a good day. UBS Chief Investment Office's investment views are prepared and published by the Global Wealth Management Business of UBS AG or its affiliate, UBS. This material has no regard to the specific investment objectives, financial situation, or particular needs of any specific recipient and is published for informational purposes only. As a firm providing wealth management services to clients globally, UBS AG and its subsidiaries offer both investment advisory services and brokerage services. Investment advisory services and brokerage services are separate and distinct, differ in material ways, and are governed by different laws and separate arrangements. 
In the USA, UBS Financial Services, Inc. is a subsidiary of UBS AG and a member of FINRA SIPC. For information, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash working with us. For a full legal disclaimer applicable to the independent investment views produced by UBS, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash CIO disclaimer.